Good afternoon, Macaque City. You're listening to Radio Skyline, your place to keep pace with everything in town and beyond. Joining me from her own home is Myra. Hello, Myra. My name is Hugh, and today we've got a special feature, but first the news. It would appear the protests and riots are starting to come to a simmer here in Macaque. Aside from a few little sparks and explosions, it's almost becoming routine. Also, it turns out the feds didn't go home. There was a court injunction against them, which was later struck down. Yeah, so the feds are disappearing people into unmarked bands again, and that's just the thing we have to live with. And uh, they're also enlisting local police as federal deputies because there are fewer restrictions for federal deputies, permitting them to behave outside the guidelines of local law enforcement and to prosecute individuals on the federal level if they feel that the district attorney is being too lax. Some of you are weeping tears of joy at this news, I know, because some of you are my blood relation. Yeah, we got a ton of angry emails about your comments from the last segment from both sides of the aisle. Oh, I got phone calls, text messages, emails. I had family members sending me videos and using derogatory language. I can't shift the blame to you anymore because I said the things. I knew this would happen. Our angriest letters seem to come from people who have never read Sun Tzu and did not understand the quote or the intended moral behind it. They mostly just identified you as an enemy to their political cause and then verbally tore you to shreds. Yeah, it's exactly the same with my family interactions right now. The ones who are most positively avid are the ones who are likely misunderstanding every given subject. I've never felt more acutely in tune with the phrase pearls before swine than recently. Would you like to actually explain the logic behind the Sun Tzu quote that you used last episode? No, I don't want to throw more pearls at swine. Okay, well, for the sake of our station, I will. The quote from Sun Tzu, when you draw a bow, draw the strongest, is actually a commentary on the importance of discretion. See, as Sun Tzu puts it, when you're facing a problem, you can't just partially solve it, because if you don't fix everything, there's still going to be problems remaining that can develop into even more issues. He implies that this is especially true of conflict, where violence leads to grudges between peoples. The idea behind the quote is that you can't simply attack someone to scare them into submission or force them to your point of view, because people you attack are still there, and if they can recover from their attack, then the conflict is likely to manifest again. That means before you go to war with someone, you have to have some vision in your mind of what a victory actually looks like, and then plan for how to get to that point. In short, violence is a complicated form of politics as well, with as many winding twists as anything else, and although you may think it's an easy solution, it's actually one of the more difficult paths towards getting what you want. Especially when it comes to internal struggles such as a peasant uprising due to poverty or something else. You know, you can crush the uprising with violence, but if you don't solve the underlying issues then eventually there's going to be another uprising and another and another because the violence alone has done nothing. All things, whether politics or war, require a full commitment or else you're never going to achieve your aims, and launching into conflict without a plan, Sun Tzu explains, is going to war and expecting to win, which is the behavior of a failure. Successful men will win first, then enter the conflict assured of their victory, already knowing what that victory will look like and how to get there in the long term. I mean, it's... you. I I wouldn't be so wordy about it, but it's what I was trying to say. I wasn't trying to pass judgment on which one of your disgusting jackal organizations is the lowest of the low. You know, I really would have expected that Sun Tzu would be shorthand for more people. Well, they don't teach it in American schools or anything. It's not a required reading. I spent too much time around you, Hugh. I know, right? This guy, he's some kind of bookworm nerd that reads famous cultural books like Sun Tzu or Machiavelli, and then he just gets you comfortable thinking that, like, oh, that's a that's a shared thing everyone chooses to read at some point in their life. I mean, your family that's been calling you, they've, like, they've never read any Sun Tzu. I sh- how, how should I know? You know, I would never quote Sun Tzu to one of them. Because, you know, if they have, you know, like, he's kind of vague. It's almost like poetry about war. 
because you know you, you can't really write rules. I mean, for I know work. at least one or two of them are opposed to the idea of book reports in school. They, they don't see the point in reading The Great Gatsby or whatever. My book has commentary from the generals during the Three Kingdoms era. It's I'm just pretty neat. I'm talking to you, and I'm like, Sun Tzu said, and you're like, Yeah, Sun Tzu. What a convenient mental shorthand that we both understand. Angry letters. And then angry letters. Staff meetings. Staff meetings. I wasn't seriously saying that we should deploy napalm. It is deeply worrying that we can't just be sarcastic about that kind of stuff anymore, though. But isn't it, though? Anyway, if those of you in our audience have never read Sun Tzu, you should give it a try. It is a surprisingly short read. And now we've got to take a surprisingly short commercial break. Have you got the car? Then Ali's Auto Parts! Ali's Auto Parts! Ollie's Auto Parts. If we said more, we'd be going longer than the commercial. And that's all for the best, because we have a new program today! While we were cooped up inside, our traffic reporter, Peyton Turkanis-Lakastov, got sick and then recovered from COVID-19, meaning that in theory she can expose herself to the elements without becoming sick again. Aren't you pleased, Peyton? Yeah, it sucked ass. I was out of breath just standing around in the shower, but glad to help you jokes earn your money, yes. Well, it comes with a pay raise for you, and we're calling it the Peyton Beat. You specifically ask for Peyton Patrol! Our studio head, Bob, thought that was a little too close to home, given the recent, you know, police-related riots. Patrol is just a synonym for beat, yes! Cops walk a beat! Peyton Patrol alliterated, yes! Well, all the same, here's the audio recording that you came back to us with. Hey guys, yes. Me? Okay. I noticed you aren't wearing a mask. Yes. What's your deal? Why? What is? I ask the questions here. Yes. Well, I, I don't want to answer any questions. What are you on YouTube? No, the radio. Yes. Oh. I don't know if that's better or worse. Uh, Rush Limbaugh's on the radio. Oh. Yeah, a guy won a Medal of Honor. Yes. Titan noticed that. I, I didn't hear about that. What do you win that for anyway? Being on the radio talking shit. Isn't it obvious? So you're gonna talk shit on the radio or what? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know which team you're on. Are you gonna make me look dumb? Uh, I, I'm with the people who hate the people that you hate, yes. Really? Which ones are those? Well, well you got a couple that I hate personally, unless you're talking about the broad demographic that I hate. Uh, yes. So which so one? So why are you not wearing the mask? Which, which people do I hate? Why are you not wearing the mask? I want to know, what people do you think I hate? Uh, liberal. Yeah? Yes. Uh, West Coast? Okay. Yes. Black? No. Yes, black. No, no. New Zealanders. Yes. No. Wait, no. No, don't. Why New Zealanders? Well, you should. Yes. Okay. Um, alright, you got my interest. You're, you're with me on this? Well, I mean, I'm always open to a dialogue about why I should hate people. Yeah, I mean, that's just freedom of speech and intellectual honesty right there. Right. Well, yes, they caused the, uh, the, uh, the housing crisis, yes. In 2008. Yes, big New Zealander, he, um... He was, a, he was a black guy? Yeah, see, uh, big West Coast elite New Zealander black guy. He invented all the, uh, banking crashes. No way. Oh, I never heard about that. This is real news? Yeah, yes. Uh, let me show. Okay, um... Alright, so you see on my phone, that there smiling says, Stock photo? It's because he worked on the stock exchange, yes. And he thought the whole derivative thing, he thought the whole derivative thing that crashed all the markets. Yes, but the liberal media doesn't say that because, oh, you know... Oh, man, because they're the liberal media. Yes, yes, because they are the liberal media. Oh, 
I can never trust the liberal media. Me either, yes, yes. And so that is why I, I am, um, um, that is why I go street to street on the Peyton Beat. And I am finding what information the people don't know that they should know. Yes. yes. I've never felt more fooled. You know, you never hear this kind of stuff on biased news sites like Reuters in the Associated Free Press. And don't even get me started on the left-wing de debauchery that is NPR. Don't even get me started on yeah. it. Yeah, that guy on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, he's not so smart. You know, I would know all the answers, too, if I were at the show house. Traffic reporter is a sucky job, yeah. That guy is so smug. I hate him so much. Can you believe they once had Louis Anderson on there? Louis Anderson, yes! He's a charming comedian. Yes. Did you know he had a cartoon? Wait, wait I thought we agreed that Louis Anderson sucks. Ch yes, charms like the devil, yes! I spit on Louis Anderson! Get a real job! Yes! God, I, I gotta watch more of your show. What did you say it was? Street the uh, street to street with Peyton on the beat? Yes. Uh, yes, just, just the Peyton beat. Well, I am gonna check that out. Well, the, uh, this is the first episode. So, can I donate to you somewhere? I mean, give me money? Yeah. Yeah. See, and with, with, with the, this honesty, you are spreading truth without even thinking about income. Yeah, sure, I'm doing that. Okay, here's my PayPal. All right. All right. All right. Okay, there you go. You sent me a hundred dollars. That's right. You keep on spreading the truth. You know, you got yourself a lifetime listener, I tell you that. Okay. Well, I gotta run. You know, stuff to do. Good luck to see you with your show. Yeah, you too. Yes. And that is what you turned in. You guys gave me like 24 hours to make a segment. I didn't even have any direction. You were just like, find something interesting. I got a hundred dollars and that was interesting for me. Yes. Well... Uh, because we have to, I gotta point out that the housing crash involved the complex networks of banks, but one of the chief engineers of the junk bond system was a guy named Michael Milken. Milken was indicted on 98 counts of fraud and racketeering, and he pled guilty to several of the charges. He was then later pardoned for those crimes by President Trump in February of this year. Was he from New Zealand, at least? Yes? No, he was born in California, which I guess does mean that he was like a coastal elite, like you said, but he's a white guy. Well, I got a hundred dollars, yes. Milken also wrote a vegan cookbook. Ugh, what is this guy? Some kind of white-collar supervillain just does evil for the kicks? I wish we could go more into it, but we've got to go to commercial. Yo, this is Slick Sam, and I am excited to report the addition to my team, Lightning Larry. His name is neither Lightning nor Larry, but he has agreed that when he is on the clock, he will be known by no other moniker. Such is his dedication to delivering your goods from my store. You know that neither rain, nor shine, nor sleet, nor year-long wildfire will prevent him from getting your potted plants and fence posts to where they belong. That's right, I've got a website now and a method to deliver whatever you order. Larry will drive it right up, drop it off in your yard, and then vanish into the mist without ever making eye contact. Our deliveries are discreet, swift, and no questions asked. So you'll never get stuck in a discussion about the weather when you order from us. Just throw it all in your virtual shopping cart. Whether you're looking for newts, playground equipment, samurai swords, or even Larry's number, because good news he's single, ladies, it's all for sale and all for delivery. Here at Slick Sam's to your home. Slick Sam's! Slick Sam's. I looked at that whole getting lightning Larry's number thing. Apparently he moonlights as a male dancer. Uh, see, he's a man who knows how to handle a package. That, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, that's a great note to sign off on, ladies and gentlemen. You've been listening to Radio Skyline. Shoot for the skies.